Oh, okay, that's another good tip right there. Okay, so <laughs> how many mistakes have we gone up to now? Like I forgot. Four, <laughs> I lost count like four, five, something like that. Yeah. Hi, I'm Michelle Hon, and I've built multiple six-figure online businesses from home that offers the financial freedom for me to do what I want, when I want. And most importantly, it allows me to be available for my children whenever they need me. And let me tell you that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for our successes. So how do you build a thriving business from home and impacting thousands from around the world? This is the Chill Mamba Show. Hi there, welcome back to the Chill Mamba Show. I'm your host, Michelle Horn. If you've been spending money on Facebook ads, or perhaps you're just thinking of investing on Facebook ads to grow your sales, reach more audience, or build awareness for your brand, you're in luck because today, my guest, Mr. Jason Gunn, is a Facebook strategist trainer and coach for the past 11 years and he has just shared with me the five top mistakes when it comes to Facebook ads and I've got a whole page of notes right here that um, I think are great takeaways that makes me want to jump onto my Facebook ads account and see where I've done wrong and how I could improve it right away and I want you to get that takeaway as well. So do listen in to this episode. I think you'll enjoy it. So let's get right into it. Hi there. Hi, Jason. Thank you for coming on the Chill Mamba show. Thank you for having me, Michelle. Good morning. Good morning. So um, I'll let you introduce to our audience. Sure, sure. Um, okay, basically, I am a Facebook advertising strategist. So what I've been doing since 2010 for the past 11 years, was I was actually really helping brands big and small uh, to really navigate success on Facebook advertising and uh, overall digital marketing as well. So um, on the qualification side, I am actually a Facebook Blueprint certified professional since 2017. That's like an official certification by Facebook. Um, right. you, need to, you need to go through like the recertification exam every year to stay certified. Mm. So that's uh, something that I've been doing since 2017. And then on top of that, um, I am also a Facebook preferred marketing partner, which mm -hmm. means, um, you know, my agency, because I used to run an agency, but I no longer doing that. You know, I start going full force. So that's, right. Sorry. So that's the 2010. That's when you started running your agency. And that's when yes. you started, um, you were running all these ads for brands, yeah. big and small. Yeah. And that's when you were the preferred partner. So you do know the in and outs of Facebook, even before they start, you know, making you go through the test on um, in 2017. Uh, it's kind of like, yeah, we were partner, but we only got, to, mm. uh, we only become big, uh, became preferred partner in uh, mm. uh, mid last year. In fact, to become a preferred wow. marketing partner, uh, my, my company, although we are no longer running agencies, but we have a lot of coaching clients and they are all big spenders. So in right. order to become a preferred partner, we need to manage uh, at least 325,000 US dollar in the last 180 days. 
six okay. months. It's a running six months, you know, so it's like a running block. Mm-hmm. So as, as and mm-hmm. when you fall out of 325, you disqualify. You're no longer preferred. You're no longer preferred. <laughs> so as a preferred, we right. get a lot of insider news. And currently, uh, mm-hmm. our account is, is actually accumulated for, I mean, uh, at the moment, I just checked the other day, uh, we spent about 600000 in the last six months, US dollar. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that's what my Amazing. clients are spending. Yeah. So it's, it's crazy. Yeah, so... That's great. So yeah, for our audience, so you're in for a treat because um, so Jason, just a little bit of background about our audience. They are women entrepreneurs just getting started, dipping their toes into the business. They maybe even have been in the business for two to three years or sometimes even longer, but they have not really started Facebook advertising, not really a lot anyway. They're definitely not spending $100,000 per month type of clients. So for them to want to get into Facebook advertising, what are the what are the few considerations you would say before would, a business should get into it? Yeah. yeah thanks for the question, Misha. That's fantastic. I mean, uh, actually, I would say most of the advertisers that I work with in the past uh, few years, because I started training in 2016. So uh, mm. since then, I actually work with more than 5,000 students from 27 countries now. I would say 95% of them are actually, you know, new starters and then they just just, mm. just got started especially a lot of people i work with a lot of shopee sellers and all that mm. uh these are right. all yes yeah yeah they are, they are they are really like you know mini startups micro startups but nonetheless um a lot of them are actually making good money it's just that when it comes to advertising they are very very unsure because um mm-hmm. yeah so i want to cover a few things starting from the mistakes to avoid mm-hmm. the first also, mistake yes. Yeah, the first mistake you want to avoid when you want to start Facebook advertising is to come in with just boosting your post. I mean, that's definitely something that we don't want to get into. I'm not saying that, is it? Yeah, I'm not saying that boost is useless. Boost is definitely useful, but it's just that it is not meaningful. It's not useful to help you get the action that you need. So the first thing you need to really mm-hmm. understand is, the, is to understand objectives. As we all know, Facebook ads has got like 11 objectives and each and every one of them has got different usage. And let me give you this very simple example. Even though you're targeting the same audience, the moment you use the engagement objective versus the traffic objective, Mm -hmm. you're actually targeting different audiences. Even though you're targeting the same audiences, you do all the same settings. Right. The moment you choose the wrong objective or different objective, you're targeting different audiences. Let me explain. Because you see, Facebook actually gathers a lot of information about how we use Facebook and Instagram combined. I mean, for your information, for those if, in case they don't know, uh, you advertise mm-hmm. on Instagram as well when you're advertising on Facebook. Yeah. It's the same thing. Now, um, okay, because we use Instagram and Facebook a lot, Facebook gathers a lot of data about how we use all these platforms. So they know mm-hmm. whether, let's say, for example, they know that, oh, Michelle is the kind of person who are analytical, She's very cautious and careful before clicking on a link. And like me, I'm the kind of person who just hit the like button all the way. You know, I just go all the way. So that's the difference. The moment you go for traffic, you will zoom into Michelle. But the moment right. you go for engagement, you will zoom into people like me. But technically, mm-hmm. people like me who hit like button all the time do not click. But if right. you need people to click, you need to go for the right objective. Conversion, right? Conversion or traffic. You know, all these are the things that right. you need to go to. But even, okay. yeah. So this is one of the most common mistakes. Right. 
Yes, yes. Because I mean, that's good that, that Facebook has all these data points and that's why it makes the, the, the ads so robust and targeted and, and a lot of people are actually making a lot of uh, good money from it, really, right? When, when, you, when you actually go into Facebook ads, I, I have dabbled a little bit. I wouldn't say I am an expert. Um, but you're right. Like, um, so sometimes they're like, okay, so if you, because if you do run a conversion ad versus a traffic one, the spend tend to be a bit higher per conversion per lead, right? Um, then, but then are you really the, the, I think the real question to ask here is, is it really reaching the type of people who would buy eventually? Who, who, yes, definitely. Who will take the action. Yeah. You see, buying is a process. That's another right, thing that I always right. want. Who would actually want to click on it and actually right. go to wherever they want to do, right? Yeah. That's right. That's right. You want to get closer. Yes, you want to get closer to the final action. But mm. not everybody would have the conversion set up. Like, you know, yeah. all of us have a website and we do have that. But if you're selling on Shopee, then at least you want to get to the right, the closest audience that are more likely to take the yeah. action. That's, that's yeah. the number okay. one mistake. So, okay, so let's yeah. backtrack a little bit. So I, sure. do, I do get that because... um. My, my students or my community, when I ask them, so have you tried Facebook ads or Instagram ads? They're like, yes, I have. And when Jason was talking about boost, it's not really Facebook ads, meaning, you know, when on your, on your Instagram post, you just posted something and then Instagram or Facebook tell you, do you want to reach more people? Hit that boost button. You can do that. It just helps you reach more people, but then it doesn't help you reach your specific objective. So therefore, you need to look at going, actually going into your Facebook ads manager and start an ads. And that's where Jason comes in and train people on this and actually help businesses manage that. Because if you actually go into that, there's so many things, <laughs> you get really confused and that scares a lot of people off. So, yeah. um, so that's why it's so valuable to have Jason on our episode today. So. Let's move on to mistake number two now, Jason. So the mistake number two, okay, is definitely uh, not excluding people. Now here's, here's, this is something getting very, this may get technical, but let me break it Technical. Down. It's scan technical. You see, like, let me, let me give you a very simple example now. If you run an ad, for example, and mm. the ad is a video, for example, and the video is a one minute video, and you're trying to get people to click and go to your website to sign up, as a lead, for example, that's a very simple process, right? So mm -hmm. when you run this advertisement, which is a video dri driving people to your website, the first question is, do you exclude people who have landed on your website? And second thing is, mm -hmm. do you exclude people who have watched your video maybe up to 25% because you're using a one-minute video? The theory is right. this. You, want, you run the ad because you want to get them to go to the next destination, but they have done it. They have done it, but you do not exclude them. That's what? That is budget waste. If you agree. Mm. Because I've seen your ad, I've clicked to your landing page, and I'm still seeing the same ad. Yeah. What are you trying to do? You want me to take the same action again? Which I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. You get what I mean? Yeah. You yeah, see, this is you this don't is want the to be area. showing it twice. Yeah, but if you want to show, you want to show the other ad, the next ad, mm. which is a retargeting ad, which you want to target people who watch up to twenty five percent, went to the website but have not signed up, 
you want to retarget mm. with them with another ad. Now, the, the another ad has to be a more persuasive message and all this kind of thing. But here's the thing. The most commonly made mistakes about you know, uh, advertising, if you really dip your toe into this deeper and you will realize that the moment you are effectively able to exclude people, you save at least 20 to 30% of your ads budget. And you release the ads budget to reach more people because that's what yeah, you Yeah, otherwise it gets shown to those people again and again and again, right? Yeah, that's why sometimes I get shown ads again and again, again. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's the exclusion. This gets a bit technical, right. but, but the moment yeah, you yeah, understand yeah, the yeah. logic behind it, you realize this is a very mm. powerful thing. 20 that's to 30%. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, I've right. always excluded leads, like people who've already signed up for leads, then no need to target them. But yeah, you're right. Even people who have watched it, you can still exclude that. Okay, awesome, awesome. We got yeah. so much juicy stuff here. So I want mistake number three. Okay, mistake number three is not analyzing your ads. Mm -hmm. Is it? This is really where I come in strong because uh, I'm famous for uh, like I'm, I'm like a Facebook ads doctor, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, people pay me to come in and look at the ads and immediately within like 10 minutes time, I'm able to tell you what did you do right or wrong. You see, Facebook mm -hmm. advertising, okay, we need to strike a balance over here. Okay, I, I have met a lot of people who actually get too indulged into analytics, analyzing the numbers and all this kind of thing, and they forgot what they are looking at. Yeah. But to me, it's very simple. You want to look at meaningful numbers. You want to look at meaningful numbers to identify what you did right or wrong. So basically, I'm going to give you a few if you run ads, okay? Uh, mm -hmm. To decide whether your ad is running good or not, right? The first thing you want to monitor is really your CTR. If you go into mm -hmm. customized column, you're able to pull out the CTR, which is effectively click-through rate. Yeah. Now, CTR, there are two types of them, okay? Two types of CTR. The first CTR is called CTR or ALL or everything. And the other mm -hmm. CTR is, all, is called CTR link click. Now, let me tell you the difference. Yeah. CTR all stands for, you see, when it comes to a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad, there are many bloody things to click. Clicking a like button <laughs> is a click. Clicking the, your profile is to click. Clicking to play yeah. the video is the click. So that's CTR all, meaning that if your ads wow. is getting an engagement, that's everything. So your CTR all, our benchmark is very simple. If you're not 2% and above, you fall right. below the average. Then that's not a good ad. Okay, that's an early sign of not a good ad. But then okay. we have another CTR, which is what we call okay. the CTR link click. Now, CTR link click is effectively when people see your ad, they really click on the call to action button to go yeah. to the next ad. So that's link click, okay? That's the benchmark of it is 1%. Okay. So it's 2% and 1%. If you fall short, doesn't matter. Let's look at your cost per result. If your cost per result is satisfying, let's yeah. say, for example, if you've been running lead gen ads on your website, for example, and your cost per lead yeah. is standing at maybe like $5, as long as you're okay. at the level of satisfactory, that is fine. You know? But of course, CTR, for both CTR combined, is a sign to decide whether your creative is converting. Mm. It's the so creative... In... Okay, so creative means the... The either a graphic, an image, a video, yeah. and your caption, your That's copy. Right. That's right. Both. Okay. That's right. That's right. Okay. So this is a. Yes. This is a. Yeah. Okay. This is a, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So I was just, yeah, I was going to ask, like, how do we, de- uh, that was like one of the questions that I, I prepared, like, how do we decide, how do we know whether our ads is doing well? And you've already answered it. And most of the time, people don't realize that you look at CTR well, actually. When I say people, I mean me. <laughs> I have not looked at that number, so thank you very much. I will go and look at it. And um, and also, the most of the time, we just go by the cost per lead right mm, yeah. uh, whether this still falls under whether we can still afford them so what would you say like is the appropriate cost per lease at what point uh, that is you know it, it goes up like as we know uh, the longer you run sometimes it goes down like it when it's testing is pretty high and then it goes down and then at, i think it reached a saturation and then the cost per lead goes up again so at what point do you cut it off and say, no, now this is too expensive for me? So is there like a percentage of cost per lead um, based on your sale price, maybe? That's definitely one angle to look at it. Like, you know, if you know your business process, then you work backward and you do your math along the way, then you definitely will Yeah, have the a, conversion. Yes, then you have definitely have a yeah. comfortable number of cost per lead to start with. So as long as your cost per lead is beyond your expectation, then definitely you need to do something about it. But that will lead us mm-hmm. to the mistake number four. Right. Which is most people kill a campaign prematurely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nervous. It's like, oh my God, it's got nervous. so high. Yeah, panic, panic <laughs> yeah. attack. Oh my God, so high, let's kill it. You know, here's, here's my philosophy. Agree or disagree, right? To me, it's very simple. Whether your campaign is successful or unsuccessful, you need to find out what you did right or wrong because otherwise, how do you move on? How do you do better next time? But here's the thing. A lot of people, when they have an unsuccessful campaign, they just, you know, chuck it together and throw it into a rubbish bin. Mm. To me, I don't want to look at it. Now, here's the thing. If you have a cost coming up, let me tell me what could be the culprit. Which metric could be the culprit? You see, I want to clarify one thing. When you are running ads on Facebook and Instagram, you don't, get, you don't get charged per click or per lead. You get charged every time your ads get shown to your audience. So effectively, your default charging block is CPM. Cost mm-hmm. per thousand impression is CPM. So let me tell you this. I would say 80 to 90% of time, when your cost per result comes up high, it is actually because of the CPM increases. Yeah. Now, CPM is something that you have no control. Like for now, for example, if you run ads today, you're going to suffer bad CPM, super sky high. Why? Because it's 9.9. Ah, right. As we okay. are recording this episode, right? You know, mm. it's 9.9. You know, every time it's seasonal. CPM is very seasonal because CPM is effectively the market demand and supply. The more advertisers mm. come into the market at that point of time and the cost will come up because Facebook is a marketplace like this. It's a, they have right. a very limited supply because they can't show too many ads to you. Otherwise, you will hate it and you don't come back. Yeah. So that's the yeah. balance that they need to strike. So CPM, that's why a lot of times when you have your cost coming up, first thing first, look at your CPM. If your CPM is the one that is causing the, the increase in price in, in your cost per lead or whatnot, you can actually pause it first shelter through, let's say 9.9 or 10.10, okay? After that, trust me, I guarantee. Today, let's say if your cost, if your CPM is $10, tomorrow it may fall mm. back to five. Right. Because it's, it's after, mm. it's beyond. I mean, yeah, we mm. have gone through that. So that's the, 
that's the mistake. That's why I always encourage people to look deeper into your campaign. But that's what I do. Of course, I'm not expecting everyone. Else <laughs> to do that. But but seriously, um, like another point that you brought up, Michelle, just now was about the saturation. Mm. This saturation is also actually something that people uh, is a mistake that also people commit. Now, in my opinion, I, I don't know how other people define saturation. My opinion is saturation means, let's say if you're targeting a million people, for example, yeah. in your audience target size, if you have exceeded 600,000 of them, that's saturation. Mm. If you have not, that's not saturation. So the easiest way to compare whether you have saturated your audience is to look at the number of people that you have reached and then versus the audience size that you're trying to target. Mm. Often than not, I would say 90% of people it's not saturated yet. <laughs> Let me tell you this. I was just looking because I'm preparing for my another campaign, uh, which is on another seminar that I'm having. Um, I have a client. Okay. Uh, it's a property. It's not a client. It's a coachee anyway. I'm no longer taking clients. But, you know, this coachee has a campaign that has been running since February 2020 mm -hmm. until now. Wow. With the, the same, same audience, one. Audience, same audience targeting, same creative, 100%. Wow. They have reached, they have, they have spent 100,000 ringgit in this campaign overall up to now, mm -hmm. more than 100,000. They have reached 1 million people at a frequency mm -hmm. of 4x, which means they have 4, over 4, 4 million over impressions, 1 million reach. So if you tell me right. saturation, you know, Right, right, correct. I get what you point. Yeah, because sometimes people do need to see it, you know, twice to actually like get it sink in. Oh, I may not need it the first time, but the second, oh, I thought about it. Like sometimes you miss an ad, but then I forgot what it's called. You got to see it the second time, the third time, you're like, okay, I'm ready to buy now. Three touch That's points true. for the ads, you know. So as long as your frequency is not beyond five in the overall long-term period, um, I mean, mm. frequency is also another number that we look at, but we have, mm. we have the benchmark for a seven-day monitoring and we have the benchmark of the campaign long monitoring. Like for that case that I mentioned to you, one million reach, four million impressions, that's like 4x over a year to me. Like, come on, man, let's keep going. I was telling, I was telling him, I mean, don't kill this ad. It's so cheap. Can you imagine cost per lead for a property client? It's a 14, oh, wow. one four. Oh, that's great. Like, that's like insane, you know. That's yeah, it's really good. Yeah, like, like yeah, that's that was what I was going to say. Like, so if a campaign goes well, let's say for your first launch, because usually by the second launch, people kill it and just come up with a new set of creatives and new set of um, ads and retargeting, like they, they do it all over again. And again, I always say they, I mean me, um, so really, <laughs> if a campaign is doing well for the first launch, can you actually reuse that for your next launch? Technically, you can. But of course, right. you don't expect the same outcome. Because mm. seasonal, remember, we have, a, we have different, different period we are at. Uh, we have different CPM. That's the first thing that will affect the... That the, is the, true. The, the so overall. sometimes it's not really what 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 is with our ads is just really the season that it, it is doing that's right it's the time okay. so sometimes when you want to plan your launch like you need to actually avoid mm. like don't launch campaign now <laughs> now 
Right. Beginning of yeah. September until like the 9-9 right now, don't launch anything. That's why my launch is on the 11th. <laughs> That's the thing. Okay. Yeah, you have to okay. avoid yeah, all these crazy big dates. Yeah. Right. Yes. Oh, okay. That's another good tip right there. Okay. So <laughs> how many mistakes have we gone up to now? Like I forgot. Four, <laughs> That's kind of like four, five, something like that. Yeah. Hey there, I'm taking a short break to let you know that if you've been thinking of starting a business but you just don't know where or how to start or you're that frazzled entrepreneur trying to do everything but your business is still not growing, consider Momentum, my month-to-month coaching membership to take your business to that next level so you can reach your goals faster and easier. You will also gain access to in-depth training, strategies, mindset coaching, and an exclusive community that is designed to help you define your purpose, clarify your strategy, and build a business and life you love. Head over to michellehorn.com forward slash momentum to join us now. Yeah, do you have any more for us? I think eventually these are all the essential ones. But of course, um, mm. you know, uh, another thing that I really want to bring it up and hammer through here is, you know, I'm, I want to highlight that I'm an advocate of uh, the long-term evergreen campaign. That's why mm. I brought up the example of uh, a campaign that has been running for more than one and a half years now. And I, a lot yeah. of, I have a lot of cases among my clients that have campaigns that has been running for at least three months, six months, nine months kind of thing. The idea of having evergreen campaign is really about taking a headache off from the constant chase of oh, what's the next creative, what's the next best image, what's the next best audience targeting combination. Um, what I want to bring to the table here is I want to help you gain the higher level of awareness to look at your overall campaign. Okay, uh, Don't get too emotional. But I want you to I want to I want to guarantee that it is totally possible to have a long-term evergreen campaign as long as you know how to do the exclusion right. Mm. It's the exclusion actually okay. that, that helps you achieve this thing. So mm. yeah. So that's that's right. Okay, so if, if you say like you know, um as long as you do the exclusion right, but is there like a minimum reach that you should be targeting for if you're running an evergreen what do you mean by minimum reach as in audience size yeah audience size sorry audience size. okay yes. okay oh that's a, that's a very good question um okay to me my my benchmark for audience size varies for different countries like i serve mm. the southeast asian region like um you know the the minimum size for singapore and malaysia and philippines and indonesia they are all different but nonetheless yeah. let me give you a very simple benchmark that you can look into Okay, um, I think it's definitely wise to target 10 to 20% of your overall Facebook ads population in your country. Right. So okay. like for my case in Malaysia, for example, we have 32, 30, wait, we have 27 million Facebook users, for example. Yeah. 27. So um, I, can, I can tolerate myself to have my audience up to 2 to 5 million. Yeah. Mm. I used to advocate... Yeah, Singapore is like a serious crazy. So like Singapore is what what four million Facebook yeah, users? Yeah, yeah, five yeah. maybe or face or Facebook user, not the total. Yeah, uh, Facebook users population. is about four. Last I checked. Yeah. 
So I think some somewhere below so somewhere like around four hundred thousand. Four hundred thousand to a million is is actually okay. Ah, uh, okay. And uh, in in fact, that's that's not the the it, it shouldn't be the benchmark for you to set up the evergreen. But I would say, it's at least for you to have a campaign that can, that can have a healthy learning. We all know that mm. when you run the Facebook ads, they will tell you that it's in a crazy learning phase, and a lot of people get agitated with the yellow. Uh, acclimation mark and say, oh, how is it still learning limited? Learning. I want... No, no, no. I mean, let, 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 let me say this. You know, I've been saying this during my AMA for like a thousand times now, but I will say it again. A learning limited is not going to kill your campaign. Mm. So please don't get too... I mean, I know, right? The moment you look at it, it's, it's cringy. It's, it's like, really. yeah, it's like you're going horse racing and it's still like at the gate, not going, right? But yeah. it, I, I get what you mean. But in, in reality, it has already started showing to people. It, it, it doesn't is. mean that you is not off the gate yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's just but, that you know, learning. Us yeah. human. Yeah. I totally understand. That's why it's very difficult to detach your emotion. Mm. You know, but you need to. Mm. You need yeah. to. Here's, yeah, yeah, that's why you, you need to be objective. That's why I want, what I've been doing in the past one, two years, especially when I go to the higher level of a strategy discussion on Facebook ads, you know, what I really wanted to achieve is to help people understand the meaningful things to look at. Instead of just look at the cost per lead, ah, oh, it's coming up, let's kill it. Oh my God, that's not the right thing. That In, in my opinion, that's not mm. the right thing to do. That's why we have to be objective. Right. Right. There's so many things that comes to Facebook ads, right? And I'm sure that in this like half an hour to an hour time that we have together, we're not going to learn everything. I, just from what you just told me, I felt like I need to like log on immediately and like go through all my apps and see what was working, what was not, all the mistakes that I have done, which other campaign perhaps were doing well that I could reuse for my upcoming launch. And I do know that you have a free challenge for our audience. So would you tell us a little bit about that? Um, I would say, in fact, I actually do my free things all the time in my private Facebook ah. group. But if, if, mm. if anyone wants to hop on and learn Facebook ads, if anyone wants to really start in a meaningful way, um, I have, um, you know, I, I have a course. It's, it's no longer free. I, I apologize for that. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I have to touch minimal else. I'll be like, okay, just very minimal. It's very cheap. The idea here is okay, very simple. Cool. You know, I want to create something that is a, that that enables to you know help you really get stuck in the right way. So, um, mm. in fact, I've been doing this. In this uh, I mean, since last year until earlier this year, I've been doing this thing called the six day challenge. Right. Uh, it's a six day live training that I used to do, but I've actually turned it into an evergreen one, which is a recording. So the benefit yeah. of it is, you know, the moment you purchase right now, you can just get in and you know and learn. It's a six lessons. Uh, program one hour each mm -hmm. and I cover mm -hmm. crazy lot of things inside there so, so right from the very beginning on how to set up a business manager until uh, even I have a, a lesson that discussed over 30 over ads by other people to, to actually kind of like a dissecting and this is what they did wrong. oh you know that oh kind wow of that's so yeah, yeah that would be so useful awesome and I have uh, towards the end of it the last two lessons uh, I have a detailed walkthrough as in how do, how do I set up my Facebook ads campaign? How do I do my exclusion? How do I do my second tier? You know, because my framework is famous uh, because I have this two-step funnel framework, which means anytime I launch an ad, I have two ads at least. Mm. I have two ads running simultaneously. The first ad is, the, I call it the tier one, which is the evergreen, the fresh targeting fresh audience. 
And then once they have taken certain actions, I would actually run the tier two ads to retarget them. But I only retarget them for a period of time because um, mm. I have this argument. I, some people may disagree with me. To me, it's like very simple. There is this expiry date of a purchase intent, if you agree with me. Yeah. If I'm yeah. interested in yeah. buying something, I'm only interested for a certain period of time. After that, I, I either I've bought it from someone else or I've lost the interest. So you want yeah. to follow them only for the optimum period of time. So for e-commerce, let me break it down. For e-commerce, if you're selling something like a lower ticket, maybe just three days. Like for example, yeah. if I'm going to buy a phone casing for my, for my phone, that's definitely within a few days, I'll have to make decision. Else my phone is going to like, I don't know what, when it's going to like suicide, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but, but anyway, so that's the intent. But if I'm buying something like, uh, you know, a trade mail, for example, that's probably longer, maybe like a month. You have to understand mm. the purchase intent, you know, how long it lasts for your product. So we only follow them for that period of time. So that's my two steps. And, and in my six-day challenge, um, which I believe uh, Michelle is going to include a link over there, that's where you can actually sign up. And it's a lifetime access uh, program. So you can watch it over and over again. I know, to be frank, a lot of people came back to me and said that, Jason, your thing is like, it's kind of like deep, but it's not me. Trust me, it's Facebook ads. Okay, I, I, I do my very best to make it very, very understandable. And trust me, you only need to watch it maybe like two times or three and you get it. And yeah. it, take, it takes practice, seriously. Yeah. You have yeah, to. Yeah, and win. I'm actually pretty glad. Yeah, and I'm just really pretty glad that it's evergreen and, and it's not like consecutively six days because a lot of us are very busy, especially my audience, busy moms. So having able to just watch it as and when it's on demand is actually even more um, valuable to us. Yeah, I when understand that. You, it, yeah, as and yeah. when. Whenever. Is that yeah. Definitely, you can watch it anywhere anyway. So that's, that's the power of yeah, what we have so right I now. Would, right? Yeah, so I would definitely add a link uh, below this show notes, in our show notes, in our, in our blog, in everywhere you can find it. And besides that, besides that link, besides the link to your six-day challenge, where else can our audience find you? Oh, okay. Definitely, you can go to my YouTube channel. Um, mm -hmm. YouTube is something that I'm really having fun with right now. Uh, I actually only started my YouTube channel last year in sometime May. Wow. But uh, now, can you imagine I posted over 500 videos? I know, right? I post That's at least one lot. video a day. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so, so tell us, what's the, what's it called? It's you just go to YouTube and search for Jason Gunn. Okay. Yeah, and then you should There's be able to see There's only one Jason Gunn. Yes, there are many Jason Gunn, but the, the, the Jason Gunn with this, I mean, I'm not sure whether you're going to include my face over there. So, <laughs> so that's that. <laughs> so um, in, in my YouTube channel, I actually, um, what I do is I answer a lot, of, a lot of Facebook ads questions. So technically every week I host a 30 minutes AMA to answer questions and uh, after which I would actually repurpose the content into my daily YouTube videos. That's how I do this. Yeah, mm. so, so I mean, since we are at this topic, right? If anyone wants to build something for long-term, if you really want to build, a, a, so I, I call this the, the crazy traffic engine for long-term, mm. you have to look at YouTube. Right. Yeah, okay. can you imagine I'm just going to put a, you know, a note here, I mean, just for your consideration. 
YouTube has actually made me more than six figure in revenue in US dollar in the past one month, not through ads. I mean, of course, I do show ads on my videos and that is really like not, I mean, I, I don't even look at it as a money anyway. So, but to be yeah. frank, because of YouTube, a lot of people found me from all around the world and they came to my website, they bought my courses and all that. That's why over the past one year plus six figure, and that's, that's, that's something that I didn't expect at all. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the, I mean, more and more people are staying at home and, and when people are looking for value, when people are looking for to have their questions answered, they either go to YouTube. I mean, that's the easiest form to get any form of information and value. And if you can provide that value and show that you're an expert, there's no reason why people would not want to do more for you and purchase for you. And I, I like you just been on for what less than half an hour now. And we got so much value from you already, Jason. And I'm sure whoever who goes to your YouTube channel would definitely find that you are the trusted advisor that people who want to go to understand Facebook ads and to want you to have a look at the Facebook ads. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's so something so that much. I do. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so before you leave our audience, um, sure. is there anything, but I always ask this to all my guests, is that any one thing it doesn't have to be facebook ads related but if if it is it, it is right what's the one advice that you would give beginner entrepreneurs not yeah beginner newbie no not really newbie. Like, yeah right? someone who's just getting started yeah okay okay um my only advice to you is very simple uh one thing at a time you got to be mm. very laser focused on one thing, at least one thing at a time. And you have to understand that when I say one thing at a time, you have to be ready for the long game. Like when I started my journey, I mean, if you don't mind, I will share a bit about my transformation a little bit because since 2016, right? Um, I've been running all these uh, physical training classes since 2016. But last year in 2020, when the pandemic hit, um, my business model really like crumbled. So uh, since March until August 2020, we had a vacuum of revenue. We didn't get anything at that period of time. So I decided to actually really like change the entire business model. So I was focusing on uh, one thing, you know, I was using, I was actually focusing on YouTube. So if you are trying to use social media, okay, one thing that I can see a lot of people when they want to get started, they kind of like jump on every single damn thing out there and they want to be on every platform. Trust me, you can't, you can't. You got to focus on one and you want to build it for long game. Don't expect something to come out and start making money for you in like two to three weeks time. You got to be ready to build it for long term. That's mm -hmm. what I, you see, I, I've seen so many people that dabble, dabble. I'm not saying that trying is not good. Mm. Okay, but if you are trying to build a business, that must be something that you want to do for a long, long time to come. So the persistency is really important. Like, Whatever I do, I, I'm ready to do it for at least a year to keep doing it. So when I, when I embark on a journey to do a daily posting kind of thing, I wasn't ready to be frank. But I was like, okay, la, let's do it anyway. So wow. one year now, yeah, did you see the result? It's, it will come. Just, just give yourself a year, one thing at a time, focus on it, do it very well for that one thing for a year at least. I think, I believe things is going to come. 
All right, that's so good. Yes, be focused and one thing at a time. Have the patience, what's the rush anyway? Um, I do have a follow-up question on that though. So when you decide on that one platform, how do you even decide it's Facebook? And it's, uh, sorry, how do you even decide that it's YouTube and not Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is that's you know the latest thing? Yeah, okay. Um, thank you for the question. That's an amazing question. You see, uh, a lot of people was actually asking me this, this thing. It's like, why YouTube over that? I think this comes back to the business nature. Now, if you're in fashion, then maybe YouTube may not be the right fit for you. Mm. you know? uh, but for my industry, because I'm in knowledge industry. So for this kind of thing, uh, for whatever I share, it has got a long shelf life. Really, really long. Mm. We have a long tail so-called market for my industry. So if your business uh, is really, you know, if you're selling something that you can still sell, exactly the same thing in five years to come, then you want to go YouTube. Why? Because you see, YouTube is a search engine, effectively. The second largest search engine owned by the largest search engine. You know, so, <laughs> yeah, that's true. so when you build your YouTube, your, your Google ranking is going to come up in no time. Mm. So when this, this, are, this comes hand in hand, if, if search traffic is your, is your, is your uh, bloodline, then you have to go there. However, if you're in fast moving like fashion and all that, then you have to go Instagram, Facebook, because this is where people consume this kind of content. But the downside yeah. about Facebook, Instagram, TikTok and all that is, you know, the biggest problem about all this content is that they are not searchable. Yeah. Okay. They yeah. are not, they are not searchable. They are not indexed properly. They are not organized mm -hmm. properly. And people are not trained to consume content in the longer form on these platforms. Yep. So you got to decide. Okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's why I overall, I, after I look at all these things, I realized, okay, I think YouTube is the place. Because the reason why I want to go YouTube is because I'm comfortable with camera and I can't write. I just, I, I can't write. I'm not a blog person, not like Michelle. I can't. So I decided that, okay, uh, let's go video then. Mm, let me just keep talking. Yeah, just keep talking. <laughs> it will come out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just sharing, just sharing. Yes, exactly. So the number one thing to choose the right platform is also like, what do you enjoy doing sometimes? I mean, beyond your, your industry, beyond what, how people, um, your, where your target audience is, is really what do you enjoy doing? And I yeah. think that's, that's really what, that's the one key that would keep you in the long run in whichever platform that you choose. So you 100%. do you. So yeah, thank you so much, Jason. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing you for a me. lot of good gems. Um, we can't wait to hear more from you in the future and see where it takes us. And for the rest of you, um, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you are looking to connect with Jason, do look him up on YouTube, search for Jason Gunn, look for his face. And um, we have included the link to his six days challenge. And if you're serious on growing your business, using Facebook ads, I highly recommend you check out the six days challenge. Bye bye now. See you next Thank time. you so much. Thank you. Bye. All right. That's it. That's yeah, it's cool. Now, if you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review wherever you're listening. A good one, I hope. 
You can also tag me at the Chow Mom or momboss.academy on Instagram and tell me what you like or have learned from today's episode. I love seeing how you fit my podcast into your life. Till the next time, all my best and you've got this.